Hello, and welcome to No Applause, the only show that's not any different, and we're having our hosts call in. Uh, I'm Doug, and with me via a speakerphone is Deb. Hello. Yep. So, um, you said you don't have that much to talk about, which I find surprising, uh, being that uh, we're in, like, isolation, and I've got nothing better to do than watch movies and play video games. That is completely true, and it was brought to my attention that since it is our first record after we basically went into stay at home, it's been almost exactly a month since you and I have been out of work. Uh, yeah. Well, the the last time we all recorded together... That's when it got announced. Yeah, that was the, the day that, uh, yeah. So, but... Like, as we were recording. I think it was a little afterwards, but yeah. Um, no, because she interrupted us while we were recording to announce it. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, well, there'll be no waitresses or, or servers to interrupt us this time. Um, I'm serving myself. That's that's just drinking. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, Satanism, just worship of one's own self? No. Damn it. Nice try, though. Um, I talked about it a lot the last couple uh, recordings we've done on, on Nerd Vomit and one on Damn. Uh, so I'm not going to say that much about it, but I did beat Death Stranding weeks ago, and it is a mind fuck of an ending. You know, honestly, it's a great time for a game like that, because people really need that distraction and something to completely fall into. Well, what I was trying... Much like Fantasy Seven, which we'll talk about later. Yes, we will. Um, but there was... Because the last time we recorded, I really wanted to bring up Death Stranding, which I'm not going to go about this in, in a long-winded way, because like I said, I've done it on multiple shows before this. But that, like, yeah, it's about, like, a kind of isolated, fractured society, and this one character who is basically delivering food and packages and connecting the communities after, like, an isolationist, like, you know, like, catastrophe. Um, obviously, we're talking about the coronavirus, and in the game, it's, like, ghosts. So, um... That's but, actually a good segue into something I've been rewatching lately. Ghosts or isolationism? Isolationism. Okay. I've been rewatching the entire series of iZombie recently. Okay. As you know, the last two seasons focused pretty heavily on isolationism and racial tensions, although it would, it would be species tensions in that specific instance. Technically, yeah. Um, I was going to say, and basically Liv and all of the coyotes are, you know, kind of the same person that is trying to connect people with the outside world with their smuggling. I like that based on, on the, your own speakerphone, it sounded like you said snuggling. You know, with their snuggling. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got, yeah, the, the, the fact that, like, Seattle's completely, well, and basically, you know. They built a wall. Zombie, zombieism is, is a, would you call it a disease? They I mean, refer to it as a virus in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. In one of my favorite books, they actually referred to it as a symbiote or a parasite. Are you okay, Eddie? Yeah, I got a parasite. Uh, exactly, yeah. but you didn't say it with the accent. He shouldn't have one. It's so strange. It, it's very muddled. Um, so, anyway, uh, I don't... But like I said, one, that is a great representation of racial tension, especially in the 60s. 
and two, kind of a good representation about, you know, discrimination against anybody who's different from you at all, whether it be being a zombie or just maybe having different habits. Right, right. Um, we should also talk about what you said about Logan, or as he is known in this show, Chase Graves. What did, what did I, what? Did you not remember saying that the actor who plays both Logan and Veronica Mars and Chase Graves uh, uh, Jason Jason Doring, I believe yes. is his name. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what was it that you called him? Like something about like a human STD? No, that wasn't me. I don't. I'll have to go back and look through my text. But you basically said banging him was a death sentence. Basically, only for no. Himself. Well, that like no 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 because both of the characters die. Chase and um, Logan. Yeah. I'm still mad about that. I'm I'm not. I never liked Veronica Logan. Sorry. Oh God, no. I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I don't have anyone. I would have rather Veronica end up with in Veronica Mars because I have to say that so people know our context. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I I never liked her and Logan. Um, well, let's talk about I Zombie then. Who would you rather have Liv end up with? Because frankly, Lily White does a lot of growing throughout the series, but I still find it annoying and irritating. Yeah, but who else? I would, I would say is, major. Like I said, Drake is the only other boyfriend that she had that I actually found vaguely interesting. All of the other Who, ones just seemed like little weird placeholders. Was Drake the... He was like the really big guy with the tattoos? Drake was, yeah, the zombie who was an undercover cop. That was it. I, I knew he was like an undercover something, and I couldn't remember yeah, what he was. he was an undercover cop. But just like I said, all the other boyfriends that she's had, no matter how long she dated them, seemed like placeholders. The only other one that was particularly interesting was the very short-lived one, which was the first zombie that she ended up banging, who was the musician that tried to stab Blaine, and then Blaine shot him in the head. Yeah, I liked Blaine. Of course you like Blaine. We've always liked Blaine. I, I love... Uh, I still don't think Blaine should have ever banged Peyton. I... I don't know. I thought they were... They kind of worked at the beginning before he started getting his memory again. No, that made complete sense. They would have had beautiful children. babies. Um, well, yes, they would have had incredibly gorgeous children, but I always liked Ravi and Peyton, who also would have gorgeous kids. Yes, and smart. Really good skin. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, like they'd be these perfect caramel babies. Caramel babies. I got nothing. Um, sp- speaking of perfect skin, what a weird segue, Doug. I finally got... <laughs> uh, what I was going to say, though, about how I didn't have much content to put in, because I have been so overly stressed with us going on lockdown and being out of work, I haven't really been able to take in much new content. So I've been kind of re-watching things as a form of comfort. And as of yesterday, I finally got my last financial thing I felt like I needed to get taken care of done so I can actually relax and take in new content. Nice. Because the only new thing I've watched since the last time we recorded is Picard. Is, oh, Picard? How is that? I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, so... No, I very much enjoyed it. Okay. Also, Jerry Ryan's in it. Seven of Nine looks good. Yeah, she was on something else, and I was like, you got good genes, girl. Um, yeah. No, I mean, she's aged, but she aged very gracefully and obviously hasn't had, like, a shitload of work done and didn't put a bunch of crap in her face. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw spoilers in at the beginning of this. Have you watched All Up Picard? Yeah, no, I finished it a week or so ago. Does Data die or something? Because I thought I saw something online that said, like, Brett Spiner wouldn't be back, and I'm like, 
What happened and to Data? He died in Nemesis. Yeah, but don't they bring him back in Picard? He's back in flashbacks and dreams. Oh, I thought they like... The, him actually being back is a little more complicated than that. Okay. No, he's, only, he's only back in flashbacks and dreams. Okay, okay. So yes, Data is still dead. Okay. Because um, I know I know the ones they brought back were obviously like Picard and Riker and I knew I knew seven Deanna of them. Deanna Troy. And who? Deanna Troy. Isn't she dead? No. Who am I? Riker married. Who am I thinking of? Tasha Yar? Yeah, that's it. Why do I know that? I don't know. I'm I'm okay with you knowing it more than me. Um, well, you know I'm really good at trivia. Oh man, when is we- when is Wesley coming back? Probably never. You no bullshit. You know he's. He'd, he'd be fine with it, but I think they'd have to approach him in the right way. Well, but what I was going to say is, I really liked a lot of what they did with Picard, and I really liked that it wasn't completely confined by like network television standards anymore. There was some more violence and swearing. Is there really? So what? It's, yeah. it's more like PG thirteen, though. I mean, still. Yeah. Oh God, it's still more like PG thirteen. But yeah, like I said, and there was a lot of good emotional growth in there, and actually a lot of really interesting political and religious intrigue. Really, because I don't have a lot of. Re- I guess there is a lot of religion in, in Star Trek. It has to do with the Romulan cults. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I don't know if it's if it's not the Kree Scroll War. I don't really care. So. Uh, you know that you know that you know that's coming in Marvel. You know that's coming to Marvel. We got Kree and we got Skrulls, and it's going cosmic. But like I said, no, I haven't really taken in much new content, but I've been watching a lot of old content again, which is not necessarily bad. It's it's pretty relaxing, and I've kind of been on a Nathan Fillion kick lately, so I've totally been rewatching Castle and Firefly. Oh, he's going to be in one of the video games. We're going to he's in one of the video games we're going to talk about later. And, well, I mean. Hardwick's still in Borderland 3. What's your point? Well, actually, his character, Vaughn, originally appeared in Tales from the Borderlands. Um, but yeah, uh, he was in he's Vaughn in Borderlands 3, which we're going to talk about their DLC later as well. I've been playing a lot of video yeah, games. Yeah, Eric says he caught the Necro Nibblecon. The Necro... Oh, the Necro Nibblecon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that game cracks me up. Um, speaking, awesome. speaking of perfect skin... Um, uh, and watching like things that are old but new to me, uh, I finally I, get around. I did want to finish a thought, but okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, the thought was about getting financial shit together after we got completely shut down. Uh, I know I basically kind of bugged you about it, and you finally got on unemployment. Yeah. I finally got my first unemployment payment, technically Friday, but did not get money until Monday. Okay. A month later. Okay. And I only get like that much a week. It's like almost nothing. It, it doesn't even make sense. Um, mine is al- almost um, what I would normally see from my hourly, but without any of the extra gratuities or tips. I feel like mine got weirdly skewed because of a float payment that my work gave us, and because of a, an adjustment they did on that float payment. Okay. Yeah, because so I can't. I, I, I feel came like at it wrong. I came at it from my base I'm also not going to fight pay. with them on it because it's not worth it. Oh, like I said, no, no, no. It took no. me two fucking days to actually get registered for it. Apparently, they'd redone the website by the time you did it. Took me 20 minutes. later. Fuck you. Yeah, but also, I... Also, remember, you have to reapply every two weeks. 
reapply. We'll yeah, talk. It's this, this is an this is an off air this is an off air conversation. Um, I'm just saying. However, like I said, I finally got that done. I got all of my payroll stuff from work sorted out. And yesterday, the last financial thing I felt like I had to do, despite the fact that they pushed back the deadline, I actually filed my taxes. Oh, yeah, I did that weeks ago. Fine, God. Um, no, that, that's been that's been on my list since the end of January, and I think I got it done maybe the end of February, beginning of March. So, like I said, I finally feel like I could take in new content now. We'll, we'll see does, if it actually happens or not. Does that mean I can talk about new content now? <laughs> I don't know. What are you gonna talk about? Uh, I finally saw Lita Battle Angel. Oh, I have a doll for that. Continue. Is it Alita? Yes. Okay. Because the one of Christoph Waltz would be pretty cool. Um, It'd be awesome, but I found it randomly at a Barnes and Noble for like half off. I I liked it. Um, my I liked it too. I also really liked the Edward Norton reveal at the end. That's what pisses me off is that there's not it. Uh, it was built to be a trilogy, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be a sequel. You don't know that it made enough money worldwide. There might actually be. There's nothing about it, and it's been out for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just—it's like she's like, "I'm coming for you, Ed Norton," and then he kind of smiles down, looking like a albino piccolo from Dragon Ball movie, and it's like, "Oh, okay, the end." I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, I think it has the same problem a lot of other movies have had recently, where it was marketed wrong. Well, you know that Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot, was supposed to be the first of a universe. Uh, that is a fucking case of bad timing because it's available on digital. Yeah, like, I have... literally the week that the theater shut down is when that got released. It's the same thing with Onward by Pixar, which we can now watch for free on Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I've heard but good things. I just I don't want to cry about a pair of I, magic I pants. Like I said, I haven't been in the mood for it yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally want the pop dolls of you know their weekend at Birdie's dad and the the alicorns, but. I still haven't watched it yet. No, I don't. I like I said, I don't want to cry out a pair of magic pants. I don't. Well, I, this actually leads back to Lena Battle Angel, though, because like I only cry at movies if animals die. The scene where they fucking killed the dog. Oh my god. Oh, and Lita. Yes. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Well, since John Wick, I mean, it's just kill a dog for, you know, character motivation. You're trying to tell me killing a dog is the new Wonderflonium. Yeah, it's like, uh, instead of, uh, what do they call that, girlfriend in the fridge? You know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to be more specific. The, the, the phrase girlfriend in the fridge isn't specific I'm, enough? I'm not familiar with it. Um, it's basically when, it's the modern equivalent of like killing um, a, usually a, a lady. Um, but a girlfriend or wife to spur the main character into action. Um, oh, you're talking about a plot device. Yeah, but more specifically, like, the kind of sexist, misogynistic, like, you killed my wife, like, it, it comes from a, a Green Lantern comic where this character whose name is only escaping me, oh, Major Damage, um, <laughs> basically kills and dismembers Green Lantern's girlfriend and stuffs her in the fridge. So that he, Green Lantern, finds her and is, like, spurred to do something. I don't know. It was during the Kyle Rayner 
era of Green Lantern, so I wasn't reading it because. Okay, all that makes me think of is the scene in Dexter where he finally kills the, uh, I was going to say, the Trinity Killer and then goes home and finds his wife dead in the bathtub and their kids sitting in her blood next to it. Yeah, Harrison, that was the last episode I watched. After that, I was like, this show's not going to get better. And I was right. Um, I was going to say, you, you have a point there. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I love John Lithgow as the fucking serial murderer. That was that season. Yeah, I know. The tr- I was like, I mean, where, I- where are they going to go from that? down <laughs> I just I didn't buy him like being the single parent I guess that happens in the books like that he but books are, you and I have had this discussion many times books are very different than visual medias correct because in the I guess in the books like he, he sent he he realizes that like his stepchildren or whatever um, they both have the dark passenger yeah 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 um, so I mean and I, I mean okay yeah that baby is like fucked in the head um, Harrison, he yeah. basically had the same thing happen to him that happened to Dexter, so he, he's going to be a murderer too. Yep. But hopefully he's a murderer for righteousness. Oh, baby murderer. I'd watch that. Not someone who kills babies, but a baby that kills people? Maybe it's time for you to rewatch Hell Baby. No, no, no. I don't mean like demonic. I mean like human. You're trying to tell me a baby that is so smart out of the cradle it's already a sociopath? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe like... So basically Sheldon, maybe, maybe like. Okay, is it that far to go on that one? Like it's the, really like, not. It would be... It's, it would it's be, really it, not. It basically... Yeah, it'd be like Brightburn, but meets like like young Sheldon. Wow, worst pitch for a fucking sequel ever. No, I, I think... Well, first sequel to what on that one, but... Um, oh, I guess to... Yeah, to Dexter. Yeah, no, to Dexter. Which, <laughs> like I said, the Bright Burn Wicks, there's been talk of a sequel. I really hope they don't. I think it's better as a standalone. I, I, I completely agree. I don't want them to build that universe. I want it to stand by itself. Well, it's just like, okay, now what are you going to do? Evil Wonder Woman, evil Aquaman, evil Batman. It's well, like, they had all those teasers in the post-credits. Yeah, and it's um, like, no, just let it. Credits. Let our imaginations do the work on that one. I, I completely agree. Um... Sorry, did you want to have more thoughts about Alita, Battle Angel? No, no, I wanted to, wanted to jump to other stuff. Continue. Uh, let's see. Um, do you want to do... Uh, well, video games is going to be a little bit long-winded. Do you want to do another movie before we jump into that? No, uh, we can do video games, and then I'd like to you know, talk about what we've been doing to pass the time. Well, that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand for me, but... Um, I have, well, let's just wrap up on, on the last movie I've got on my list, because everything else is video games. Um, you know, a, a huge uh, 180 from things like Dexter, uh, I finally got around to watching the Between Two Ferns movie. They made a movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's funny. I mean, if you like Between Two Ferns, you'll get a kick out of it. It's never my thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't for me. It just, it... Everyone is great. I mean, it. They have all the guest stars, like you know, John Hamm and Will Ferrell and um, Adam Scott, and of course, you know, Zach Galifianakis and and um, what's her name, Lapkiss is in it. Lauren Lapkiss, um, and who's on Big Bang? Well, that's kind of a weird thing. Um, but uh, it it just didn't hold emotionally, and I know obviously it wasn't supposed to be like a tour de force emotionally. But it was just like, 
If you're going to take the time and the money to fucking make a movie, make it mean something. Yeah, it was, like, the premise is that, like, their show's going to get canceled if they don't create, like, all of these, like, episodes in two weeks and get them to Will Ferrell, um, who plays, like, kind of a fictionalized version of himself that only cares about clicks on his website. Which, that is a very fictionalized person. Yeah, which, I mean... Not a fan of his comedy, but... Yeah, see, and, like, on paper, like, that sounds really funny, but the way he plays it is so, like, is so, like, just chewing the scenery so hard that it just seems silly. Um, so you're trying to tell me he tried to go full Nicolas Cage and it didn't work? Yes. Alright. Yes. Fair enough. Um, do, do we want to tell people about the dream you had the other day? Oh, about Nicolas Cage leaving a pitcher of iced uh, ranch dressing in my refrigerator? That, that's really about it. No, your exact words were ranch dressing over ice. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, well, it was ranch dressing and ice. Like, as if it were going to be a summertime drink. <laughs> I woke up to that. It was not a good day. I know, I, I wanted to text you, like, super early on that one. Um, I did. I woke up to that, and then immediately went to the grocery store and did not have a good experience. Did you walk right past the ranch and just throw up? No, it was just the worst grocery trip we'd had since all of this shenanigans started. There were quite a few things we couldn't find, and some people, I know, older people, do not do well with change. So well, that's... despite the fact that we're doing what the governor asked us to and wearing bandanas... They think we look like bank robbers, and it's hilarious. Oh, I don't. I don't wear a bandana. Do you wear a face mask? No. Then you should stay the fuck home. No, I pretty much stay home anyway. Um, I know, but it's just one of those things where I don't like wearing during the hours that we go to the grocery store, and because we're erring on the side of caution, we tend to wear gloves, which we always have in the house, anyways, because cooking. Right. And like I said, I gave Eric my black and red bandana, which he very fucking smartly fashioned into somewhat of a mask using safety pins and hair ties. I just went pastel bandit style because the light pink bandit was the only one, and bandana was the only one I had left. I saw a picture of a guy who found like a a, a baby doll uh, that he cut the like the head in half and had the the face the the baby face part of it. I'm stuck on ba- weird baby shit this this morning. Um, he put the baby face like over like the um the actual like mask, and he goes, "Yeah, if this is to keep people six feet away from me, I don't know what will. And if I had that, then I would I would wear that." I said, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the light pink bandana or the fact that I had my hair loose and I'm in desperate need of a no, haircut. No, yeah, everyone looks like they're going to rob the 310 from you, no, but it's just one of those where people felt like it was okay to talk to me and make conversation. I, just, I don't like people. I just think it's going to turn into like, oh, well, the micro droplets get stuck in your bandana and now the bandanas cause cancer and you're like, okay, like this needs to stop. <laughs> that actually didn't bother me at all. It was more making other people feel comfortable than trying to protect ourselves. No, fuck other people. Um, it was just—it was one of those where this is the fourth, fourth week in a row where they were out of flour at the grocery store. Fucking flour. Yeah, yeah. I, and there were, like I said, there were four other things that we couldn't find. Two of them are understandable. The other two, not so much. Well, apparently, uh, just so you know, and I know you don't use it, obviously, and, and of course, neither do I. Uh, but the next, like, big um, hoarding thing is going to be hair dye for ladies. And men, I guess, to some smaller extent. Um, 
Not a problem. You've known me for a very long time, so you know that I've been basically going from strawberry blonde to ash blonde as I get older. I'm pretty sure that maybe by the end of this I'll be full-on elf white, but I'm okay with that. And I just shaved my head every two weeks, so I don't really care. Um, has, has your facial hair grown back? Yeah, yeah, I've got a pretty pretty decent beard. Okay, good. I'm um, going to be talking about a new beard configuration on, on Dam later, so. Oh, my. Yeah, it's going to be weird. <laughs> um, did you have more thoughts on BM between two friends? No, I mean, it, it was funny, but it just, it didn't, it didn't pack the punch. I, I thought it would uh, after about 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, you go, oh, okay, well, this is what it is. And it's like, oh, all right. You know, sometimes when they turn a skit into a movie, it's awesome. Like Wayne's World. And sometimes they turn a skit into a movie and it's like, really fucking terrible. Night at the Roxbury. MacGruber. I really like that you and I both said Night at the Roxbury first. Mm-hmm. Or MacGruber. So, I mean, I actually have never watched MacGruber. Deep live in your life. Doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I like Will Forte, but it, it, it didn't need to be, like, stretched out to, like, a fucking movie. It just didn't. Um, and then... Uh, the thing is, you know what I felt like, though? Is I stretched it out into, like, a fucking movie, and it just made me think of, like, the Office movie that Will, or that Michael Scott wrote, and they all filmed. Oh, the, when he's, like, the weird uh, spy? He's, like, gold... Like I said, John Christens, he's, like, gold face or something like that. Yeah, no, and I've been watching the the office, but I've been watching it so passively that yeah. But he has like his like it like his like spy character Scott Michael or something. Yeah, um, like I said, it was one of those things where that that's what that felt like. Yes, yes, and uh, not in a good way. No, no. Uh, but things that that, that uh, worked out in a good way. Uh, PlayStation has been releasing a bunch of stuff um, through their network. Network, uh, either uh, as part of a PlayStation Plus, which I'm part of, uh, I get two free games that they offer. It's like, you know, it's not like I get to pick the games. I go, here are the two games. No, um, it's, it's part of the sign-up. It's like when you buy a new console and they're like, one game free. Oh, it's a fitness game. Yeah, or it's fucking FIFA 2018, and I'm like, great. Well, I'm going to go sell this. Um, Good luck with that. But I, uh, I've been, ever since I got into, like, the Borderlands games, you know, Last year, a couple years ago, um, did you just perp? No, no, I did not. Okay. Um, I've really kind of been reassessing playing uh, first-person shooters. Um, normally, I'm not good at them. I think Borderlands kind of retrained my brain. I think it was. So you don't like Doom? I thought about getting Doom Eternal, but the pace of it looks really fast. I don't well, mean when that. When you say first-person shooter, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I think if I picked up... Personally. Well, I, the thing is, things like the games I'm going to talk about, uh, Titanfall 2, um, Borderlands 3, uh, Destiny to some, uh, Destiny 2 to some smaller extent, um, like, the, the, bad, the, the, the bad guys, or whatever you want to call them. Um, you should just say antagonist. Yeah. Like, they'll just, like, mill about, and it's not, like, super fast-paced. Like, I can take my time and line up headshots or make a plan or kind of go, okay, well, I'm counting, like, five or six guys in this little, like, area, and I can kind of move my way around. Whereas, So you're trying to tell me it's not an open, uh, 
you don't like open games, you like much more focused mission based games no 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 it's that like in doom especially if you if you watch the videos for doom eternal like shit is coming at you constantly from like every direction like it is you are literally like shooting a thing jumping doing a 180 because something's behind you and then when you land like there's like two other things attacking you it's a very pass i'm sorry pass faced it's a very fast paced um uh a combat um, I'm whereas, sorry, is our new pronunciation of fast-paced and half-assed going to be pass-faced? Yes. Change approved. I like it. Change approved. Um, oh, I should rewatch that. I, I like, uh, yeah, I was just talking about Cougar Town a couple days ago, too. Um, it's pronounced Cougarton Abbey. God, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, so I, I, I like kind of the, uh, the more mildly-paced combat from the per- first-person shooters. Uh, will I get Doom Eternal? Maybe eventually. Um, but I picked up Titanfall 2 for free a couple months ago, and it's great. Uh, you play basically a guy with a mech, um, like one of those giant robot mech suits, um, and you can like switch between the two, like when you're just the, what's called the pilot, like running around like around walls and shit, shooting people. Like the um, the mech will back you up. Like it's a lot of fun, and it's was maybe a. 15 hour game um which i found weird because it had like a bunch of like game of the year awards and i'm like it was 15 hours like there wasn't that much to do um i think it's a big thing was that like it had a multiplayer online thing um that was award-winning but the the campaign itself was fun i liked the game but i i expected it to take a lot longer were you disappointed or were you just sad I was disappointed. I mean, like, the storyline was good. I was just, like, disappointed in that it was short. It was like, oh, I, I'm i so used to games like the ones I've mentioned before and are going to mention more about that But what I want to say about that, though, is we should think about that kind of like we think about movie or TV series where there's certain movie or TV series that should have gone a lot fucking shorter. Do you want them to draw it out until it gets bored and old and you don't want to No, do but there are ways to draw things out, like, you know, more campaign DLC or having side missions. Um, maybe, like I said, maybe they were trying to wait and do that and it just didn't work out. No, I think the plan was always to have, like, because the first Titanfall was, like, I think pretty much multiplayer online, which I have no interest in. I remember, yes. Um, and then this one was like, oh... So I think it was that they were like, we don't know what to expect out of a, you know, player, a, a, a one-player campaign. So we just kind of wrote a story, and that was it. And then the rest is going to be multiplayer online, you know, arena shit. So um, you feel like they kind of took the easy way? I think they kind of just went, like, this is our stab. And I think when Titanfall 3, which is being worked on... I think when it comes out, the campaign's going to be a lot more uh, intricate, a lot more emotional. Um, I think there'll be much more to do. Um, It won't be as closed world as it was. Uh, It probably won't be completely open world, but there'll be like a lot more to explore. Um, Especially because like I'm like there should be parts where like the pilot can get to it and the mech can't. Like you know what I mean? Like I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity. No, that kind of makes sense. 
And there were. There I, were... I don't know if you ever watched The Librarians, but there's a specific episode where one of the characters has to basically get out of something like it's a video game, and certain other characters are the only ones who can do certain things yeah. to get through certain areas. Yeah. Same idea. Um, and I'm going to use this because I really do want to talk about this uh, uh, DLC. Um, speaking of, of places only a person can go, uh, Control, which, Dev, I know you, I don't know if you remember me talking about this. This game is fantastic. It's graphically gorgeous. Storyline is amazing. Um, you play this woman who is trying to find her brother and she gets taken, like, she ends up becoming, like, the director of this, like, bureau of, like, control, um, but she ends up with, like, psychic abilities that you end up using more than your gun, and the gun is great, because it can, like, reassemble itself to, like, become a shotgun, or, um... You trying to tell me she went full kill grave? I... No, because he wasn't telekinetic. Yeah, but he used his mind a lot more than he used a gun. He, yeah, but I mean, just using her, like, psychic abilities is, is so much more fun than using the... It's called the service weapon, I believe. Um, it's more interesting and it's a lot more unexpected for bystanders and villains. But um, it it basically revolves around like you find like these like they're called like objects of power and they allow you different abilities. But like sometimes they're just side missions and I you know and they're like possessed by this thing and the, the, there's this board of directors that's just an inverted pyramid and they like talk in this like n almost nonsensical like mechanical, like, hum, and it's, it's just very off-putting. I'm trying, there's, there's no way to really, I, I can't, there's nothing else that I can compare it to, um, off the top of my head. Oh, it's amazing, but the DLC, and the DLC came out, and the DLC was basically, like, another, like, 15 hours of game, like, side missions, the, the campaign itself, the storyline was great, uh, it moves along, the story of, of Jesse as she, you know, kind of settles into being the director. But the, the new uh, DLC Foundation is fantastic where you go to, like, the root of, like, the Bureau of Control and there's this thing called the Nail that's, like, being corrupted at, at the same time that, like, the head of security is, like, trying to blow it up so that the, the, the bad psychic entity called the Hiss can't get to it. But, of course, her doing that makes everything worse. Uh, and it is just mind-blowing in that, like I said, the graphics, the, the, the motion capture, the voice acting, um, and just the new enemies, and the storyline is just, like, it's just, it, it's just, it's like, so, like, psychedelic, not psychedelic, but I mean, once again, like, you, you don't know what's going on as the character, and you don't know what's going on as the player, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening in this game, but in a good way? So it's very displacing, but in a really pleasing yeah, way? Yeah, be well, because, like, in the Bureau building itself, like, walls and shit move, and, like, rooms get displaced, or rooms yeah, appear. It just makes me think of Harry Potter. It's, it's just... It's a fantastic game, and, and the DLC was... I, I've been waiting months for it, and I uh, highly recommend it. Um, How much of the DLC have you played? I beat it. I, I beat it. Uh, the next okay. one, the next one. Totally worth it. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I bought the season pass to control the. I I played maybe an hour or two of control and went. Oh, I gotta get the season pass because I I absolutely want the DLC. It was uh, foundation, and then the next one is called Awe, 
AWE, which stands for Altered World Event, uh, which is... Well, basically, the, the whole premise is that Jesse and her brother, Dylan, were in a, um Altered World event in their town, and that's when he goes missing, uh, and she thinks he was abducted by the Bureau of Control, but it seems like he went willingly to find certain things out, and then he... You say that gets turned. close encounters of the third kind. Mm. He left willingly. No, think of more of, um... How well do you know Trigun? Pretty well. It's like how... Like, I really need that coat. That, um... Like, the first time, like, that town gets blown up and no one knows, like, what happened, but it was, um... Nails making, um... Vash trigger his angel arm, but it, it's a lot like that. Um, it, it, you know what? I, I, Deb, I would recommend that like you like Wikipedia the game and just like read about it because I, I, I Honestly, just think you'd be that's interested. I'm not. What I'll do because you know me and games is not good. No, I, I know, but just to give you an idea, because time, it, but they're literally all puzzle games. I just I can't think of a way to describe it other than like obviously it's like an action adventure with like. You know, like, like sci-fi horror, like you know, overtones. But like, it's just it's it's so unique that I can't I can't compare it to anything, which no, makes I'll, it a great game. Um, and then lastly, and then we'll um, I'll, I'll kind of slam through all this stuff. Um, the Borderlands uh, Three we talked about earlier. The DLC for that guns. I'm sorry, love guns and tentacles. Uh, came out. Yeah, somebody sent me an upsetting text about it about a week and a half ago. The Necro Nibblecon, I think, is what you were talking about. No, I was talking about you uh, sending me a text about sending your uh, saving your best friend's gay lover for their wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically the premise is that the two characters uh, that you find out are dating in Borderlands Three, uh, they're a gay couple. Uh, it's um, Hammerlock and um, Wainwright Jacobs. Who, if you play the game, you know who I'm talking about. Deb, I'm not going to get super into it, but it's basically it's like Eric already explained it to me. Yeah, um, they decide to have like their wedding uh, in this obviously cursed town, <laughs> and um, it's got like a, you know kind of a Cthulhu esque like vibe of you know everyone chanting the heart still beats, the heart still bleeds, um, and. Uh, of course, like, within, like, five to ten minutes, I was like, well, this is obviously a vault monster. It's not going to be a supernatural monster. It's obviously a vault monster, which it was. Um, but really a unique take on a vault monster, being that it's, like, kind of creates, like, a supernatural cult around itself. And, and speaking of... That actually happened in some of the short stories for a series that I'm pretty fond of called The Iron Druid Chronicles. Um, and it was, yet again, another cult of Cthulhu. But it wasn't a vault monster, and there was no gay weddings. Um, it was. No, it was just in a small, you know, Norwegian town that totally worshipped it. Well, this one. It was frozen in ice. This. And that's where Lovecraft got his fucking inspiration. Well, this this uh, DLC has got one of my one of my new favorite characters from Borderlands. If I'm not Doug from the Liberty Mutual commercials, um, assuming Halloween is not canceled. Um, what are you wearing, Doug? That's Jake from State Farm, you fucking... 
Yes, I was being an asshole, and I wanted to hear you say that. Um, she sounds hideous. Um, <laughs> but no, I there's memorize the whole commercial. There's the, like the lodge owner who just talks like Vincent Price the entire time, and everything he says is so like laden with like being ominous and everything's like, he's like, oh, don't worry, you'll always be safe here forever. And like... Kind of a hello, Clarice. Yeah, like, everything moment. is so, like, ubiquitously, like, sinister. But then that's, you find out, like, that's just the way he is. You know, the only thing that makes me think of is the James Sedonia bit about the gay supervillain. Yeah, no, I know. I was talking about Vincent Price, as in... Fetch the slippers, yeah. Fetch the murder slippers. Well, and the best part of his name is Mancubus Bloodtooth. Awesome. Yeah, he's the one that sends you on the uh, quest for the uh, Necro Nibblecon, the haunted cookbook uh, that your your guy will tell you about. Um, other than that, uh, new games. Uh, I started playing the first Borderlands, just out of boredom. Destiny 2 uh, is... Ugh, I'll talk about that way later. Um, it hasn't really grabbed me the way I thought it would. And... Okay. Uh, um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm not going to spend too much time on because it's a remake, but I played the original, uh, loved it, uh, it's one of my favorite games, it's one of the, hailed as one of the greatest games ever written. Well, before you put any thoughts out there, I have to ask you, so a lot of people have been complaining that it was only a small amount of what was told, but they didn't fucking lie about that. No. That's what you knew was coming. No, they said it was going to be episodic. Like I said, are, are you disappointed, or are you just as happy as you thought you would be? I'll tell you, I'm almost halfway through what I'm going to effectively just call the first part, not knowing how many... Yeah. Um, I'm about halfway through, maybe, um, based on, like, trophies. I think, you know, I'm about halfway through. Um, and I've been playing it for easily over 20 hours, but given I'm running every side mission, um, and I, I... It's just one of those... I'm not, dis I'm not disappointed in it whatsoever. I mean, I'll be disappointed when I get to the end of the first episode and go... God damn it, I want more because I played the original. I know what's going to happen. And there are certain plot points that it makes me anxious waiting for. But I mean, that's almost every good game or series. When you get to the end, you're like, I feel satisfied, but I want fucking more. Well, the, I mean, just the level of remake on this. I mean, the, the voices, the graphics, the music. No, I've um, seen some of the graphics. It's incredible. Well, have you seen like, have you seen them compared to the original? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen side by sides. I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous. And the thing is, it's like 90 gigs for like the first episode. Like, it would have been a huge download if they released the whole thing. And they said, like, there's no way. Like, you would have been sitting there for a week waiting for this game to download either across multiple discs um, or, you know, online. And it's like, it, it just wasn't applicable to do it. Yeah. I mean, um, but obviously they are obviously working on parts, you know, X, Y, and Z as, you know, as we speak. It's not going to be like, well, you're going to have to wait two years for, you know, part two, uh, then part three. Like, it's, they'll be coming out in probably, you know, three months, three month successions, I would imagine, right in there. I, I don't know what their plan is. I mean, maybe they're going quarterly. Yeah, that would be three months. Math. Math. I was just trying to be funny, but okay. Do you have any other games on your list? Uh, no, I mean, that was really about it. Um, I spent way too much time trying to describe Control. 
that's not a big deal, but it's just one of those, like, what are we doing to fill time? Well, that that would be it. <laughs> um, are you trying to build any kind of routine or no? In terms of video games? No, in general. In general? Like, our days have very I, little meaning anymore. I uh, trying to keep a normal schedule? I yeah I, I talk about it on damn that um I have the schedule for the network and that kind of keeps me remembering what like what day daily it is slash hourly but okay um you trying to get up at the same time yeah no I I, I wake up early anyway um, but I wake up early I uh, depending on what I've got to do I'll either get it done or I'll play video games until the late morning um, and then late morning it's like okay take a shower and then you know. Obviously, you know, like record this or edits. Editing will be tomorrow, and you know, doing the general. Uh, I talked about you know the web maintenance with you yet, uh, last week. Um, I figured you did that out of boredom, but okay. No, it well, it was about time. I, I the, the website needed some some love um, outside of just the monthly blog. Um, and that and it's like you know I go okay. Well, I cleaned out my email. Now what? That took me ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Maybe it's like that doesn't really put a dent in my day. And now that I don't smoke, like I don't like I just sit. <laughs> I don't I don't get up and go outside or anything. Please do not start smoking again. No, I mean I haven't quit nicotine, but I, I have uh, I've broken bad a few times, but um, I'm not going back. Yeah, I just say I'm treating it a little differently. I do much better with very structured schedule. Yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I have stuff I need to get done every day, and I get that done, and that kind of. I tell you though, the the housemate friend Eric has gotten completely spoiled because we've gone back to what happened before I worked, where I actually get to cook every day. Yeah. So there's a lot of cooking, and even though I'm not a baker, a lot of baking happening in the house. Yeah, I got a friend who's a chef who said that he's cooked so much that he doesn't want to go back to work. He's, oh, that actually doesn't bother me at all. I'm, like I said, I'm cooking, and it's a little boring because, frankly, he and I don't mind eating the same thing every week, and we basically do. But it'd be nice cooking a few other things, especially things outside of my normal repertoire, and I don't want to pay for all the ingredients. Yeah, but, you know, at least, you know, they have a job, well, quote-unquote have a job. Um, I do. They extended my furlough until the end of May. Yeah, me too. And they change. I was offered a chance to apply to work at a different location, but it's not something I could get to without riding a bus on a regular basis, and I'm not comfortable with that right now. Well, yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I have my unemployment, which is nasty, but it's still money coming in. It's something. And I'm very lucky to have a family member who has too much money who is being very kind. Well, that's not not all of us have that. Said no. I said no. Not not all of us have that. No, not all of us have that. And basically, I'm just being able to stay home. My house is incredibly clean and reorganized. Yeah, I've I've been. We now have a tea closet. You have a what? A tea closet. Well, it's a cabinet. But like I said, I found out we had so many different kinds of fucking tea bags. I needed to devote an entire cabinet section to them. Well, I'd say on the topic of tea bags, I'm a tea bag the episode, and, and we're gonna wrap up. Thanks for that. Yeah, I needed I needed something weird to end on.
If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.